2004 and I ain't gonna mess up no more I ain't gonna mess up no more y'all this year no more this year I'm gonna take this one chance and make it real clear I'm sorry I'm sorry and I'm sorry I'm sorry sorry in case I don't tell you Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast. Today's date is November the 11th, 2019. We're on episode 85. Episode 85. 85. Yeah. Uh, Chad Ochocinco. Oh, forgot Jack about Johnson. him. Forgot about him. Forgot about him. What happened to that dude? He just for real disappeared. He be on, I thought he was on the real Housewives shows and stuff like that. Is he? Okay. I don't watch enough Real Housewives, apparently. I don't watch it at all, but I know he at least was dating somebody on one or something. But he out there. Shout out to Ocho. House, housekeeping stuff. So let's get right into it. I want to apologize to mm. our listeners. To mm. our listeners. Because if you noticed, uh, when you listened to the podcast last week, the uh, part where we got to the guy at the Popeye's Chicken you know, on the East Coast, where he was going off on the Popeye's uh, employees. That York. was supposed to be edited. But I did not go back and edit it. Why, you say? Mm. Because it's just me and Ish. And we don't be cussing on this podcast. Without <laughs> Paul, I never have to edit anything we say. So I don't have to look at it. I'm only listening for sounds. I'm listening for background noise. And that's it. And then I'm out. Podcasting, uh, editing has been like five seconds every week. So I'm, I'm happy about that. But... Because of that, it made me forget that, yes, we played a, a, tir- a tirade of cuss words uh, from that dude. So my apologies. Hopefully y'all was quick. You didn't run off the road. You know, when you heard those curse words or you covered your kids ears or if you didn't get a chance to, hopefully they was just like, oh, uh. <laughs> I ain't going to mess up no more, y'all. No more this year. Shout out to Ruben Study. If this dude hadn't have put 2004 in that song. We would play that song every year all the time. <laughs> he would be a billionaire off of that month. Because it's the dopest I'm sorry song ever. That's why you gotta so, stop putting uh putting them dates in the music. Yeah, yeah. He could have said anything instead of 2004 and it it'd just be hitting all the time. But uh anyway, let's get into this week in blackness. Ishmael, I wanna start with you, man. How was your week? Yo, my week was pretty solid. My week was my week was probably biracial. Like it was hella black, but it was biracial. also had uh, you know, I like my, my white activities, as you like to say. So huh? I'm gonna say my weekend was pretty biracial. It was a mixed week. a uh, couple of things I think I mentioned last week. My birthday came up uh was on thursday of the past week so had a little birthday so this weekend did birthday activities uh being on a thursday during the week actually uh the wife and i on my birthday just decided to go out uh to dinner after work i still worked uh i mean how could you possibly follow up the no limit concert I mean, exactly, exactly. <laughs> that was a birthday present in itself. It was my birthday present to myself. Was going to no limit, but uh, yeah, we decided to go out to dinner. So had a nice dinner, nice evening. 
after dinner, and this is actually an announcement I kind of meant to make last week, but I forgot. Uh, but since it ties into the birthday, I can talk about it now. So, Ryan, you know how you said that a long, long time ago, this is probably way back in high school, or maybe wow. you decided in college, where you signed an exclusivity contract with Nike. Oh, yeah. To be your shoe apparel company Lifetime. for life. Lifetime, yeah. Early yeah. on, man, I came straight out of high school. It was like sophomore year. I was like, you know what? I don't want to wear no other kind of shoes. I'm done. Yeah. You got that, like, D Rose got the lifetime contract with Adidas. As long as he in the league, he got a signature shoe. You don't get a signature shoe, but you rocking Nike for life. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I have decided. Oh. You know, as as I am aging, as I, you know, I, I notice that I see a, a lot of middle aged black people, especially black men. I see them rocking a specific uh, apparel line. And it's kind of a timeless apparel line. Take your talents to New Balance. <laughs> <laughs> not, not to New Balance. We're not talking about shoes. We're talking about clothes. Oh, so okay. as I've been looking at clothes and, you know, I've never been one to spend a whole lot of money on clothes. I like to find the little deals. We talk about who's the cheapest and all that. So, you know, you normally don't spend a lot of money on clothes. But I decided as I'm getting older, you know, I like comfort. I want something that's going to last, that's going to look good, that's not going to be outdated, trying to be too trendy. And so I know a lot of middle-aged black folks like to rock polo. So I said, going into this birthday, I'm going to sign an exclusive apparel contract with polo okay so I've ralph lauren to... polo not the u.s polo association <laughs> right not you okay just make it sure. polo association <laughs> yeah ralph lauren polo okay and so uh the wife i gave her a list that included a bunch of polo on it i put some shoes on there too but it was mainly polo and she got me a lot of polo after we went out to dinner on my birthday. We went to the polo store just because she said it's a couple items she saw that she wasn't sure if I'd like. So we kind of went by there, went through the polo store. So I'm on my way. She, she says she's never heard of this. Now, I've talked to some other black folks and I'm like, hey, when black people get a certain age. They just start to rock polo. And she don't believe me, but. She's starting to see evidence because when she asks other black people, they'd be like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, they definitely do. So I don't know. Have you seen that? Have you noticed like, you know, mm. 40, mid 40s, maybe 50 year old black men rocking polo? Uh, it's probably not legit polo. It's probably U.S. Polo Association. <laughs> I think that's what a lot of people be rocking. Because if you look close, that man on that horse ain't doing the same thing. They're going to ride balance. <laughs> <laughs> so gotta look close though but uh yeah i mean it's just a a instead of a p yeah 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 they really just uh it's really just a style of shirt at this point a lot of shirts are trying to be exactly like polo anyway so i think from a distance you probably couldn't tell unless you're really examining people's stuff but yeah polo always had good material man nice soft you know thin and uh, uh comfortable so yeah i'm with you there that's something with it. They're, they're comfortable. They last. You know, some of the other stuff. You get old nice. Navy stuff. It'd be looking ratty after a year. So I'm like, I'm solo polo from now on. So any of the listeners want to get your boy a birthday gift, a Christmas gift. If my Amazon secret uh, shopper wants to come back into my life, 
hit me up with the polo. Yeah, so, I will admit I had some. I got a polo shirt. Like it lasted so long, like it never, it never was anything wrong with it. Like it just wasn't stylish no more. I didn't think that it was, it was something I wanted to rock anymore. So that's why I stopped wearing it. But that mug was still good to go. Right. Yep. Yep. So that was that. So another thing that we did, like I said, birthday fell on during the week. So we decided on the weekend we were going to go out. Initially, my plan, I wanted to do like a Ninja Warrior type course. And then I realized that I don't be working out like that. Like, <laughs> the only thing I do is hoop once a week. So I was like, I want to do that. But before I do that, I'm going to work out a little bit so I don't embarrass myself. So my plan B was to do an escape room. That's not exercise. I know it's not exercise, but I'm saying that's an activity. Okay, I so thought you meant like to prepare activity. for for Ninja Warrior. I'm gonna do an escape room. Like no, not no, really I escape. said that was Plan B. Okay, okay. My so bad. I decided not to do the Ninja Warrior. I postponed that. I'm gonna do that probably in like January, February. But I said, you know what? I never you done an escape room tape before. It you, do do it. you said what? She got to tape it. She got to record it when you do, oh, yeah. do it. Yeah, and it's gonna be live good. on the podcast. We're gonna we're gonna throw it in. Yeah, we'll put it on the check the Instagram at Black Delegates. We'll put it up there. But yeah, we did an escape room. So have you ever done an escape room before? I have. Cool, cool. Well, this was my first one. My wife had done it. I hadn't. And so I was like, you know what? I want to do an escape room. Um, so we went down. I picked one that had great reviews online. Went down there. And it was just us two because it was kind of a last minute change so i didn't want to try to get a big group i just figured okay if we go just us two they'll put us with another group most likely we'll do it like that well the time frame we went there was nobody else there so it was just us two Mm. (laughs) and it's escape room that's some that's some relationship building right there and and i purposely picked a difficult one as well Mm. dang so uh, needless to say, are y'all still we married? Not escape <laughs> from the escape room. But are you still married? If you're still married, it was a success. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We we had fun. Like it was it was okay, a good. good time. It was difficult though, um, and we had a few little faux pas. There was a there were three rooms in this escape room that we went to, and in the third room there was like a cage. Uh, once we unlocked the door, there was still a gate in front of it. And there was a key on the wall that got dropped. And we didn't know it was a key because the lights were off in that room. Uh, There was also another clue that got dropped behind a um, dresser. Uh, So those things kind of held us back. So we didn't didn't quite escape. And the lady gave us probably like 15 extra minutes. She was dropping hella clues (laughs) near the end trying to help us. But it wasn't to be done. But I did really enjoy it so i definitely i'm gonna get a bigger group together you know i'm gonna get one with the homies so i'm gonna call you and mrs black ryan up try to get y'all out i'm gonna do one with the family uh but yeah i I like that escape room yeah i've been wanting to do one man with a group i did one at work for a team building and uh as long as everybody knows or falls back into their roles when you got a bunch of people then it's cool but if you got people fighting for supremacy, like and all that, like I got to be the leader, because some people they want to. <laughs> it's all right to be a leader, but some people want to lead at all costs, and you'd be like, "Look, you're not a good leader because you have to lead." <laughs> you know, you just, just if if you need to be the leader, be the leader. If you can't, then you know, fall in your place, do something productive, 
and uh, shut up while other people are talking so we can get this done. And that's kind of how it was. And we uh, we did that. I didn't have a problem with it. I'm just like, look, uh, I see this. I see this. You know, my real supervisor was in there. So that makes it hard. Because then you're like, oh, I kind of got to still listen to her because she's a supervisor. Yeah. But normally I'll be like, yeah, I got this. <laughs> but it, it worked out. We got, actually got out of our room uh, with a few minutes to spare. Nice. Yeah, I don't think so I would we, do that with my wife, though. I don't know. Mm, yeah, it up. was funny. On, on one of the clues that the lady was giving us near the end, is we had the, these rods, a bunch of little wooden rods that we had found. And so she came on the walkie. She's like, you know, how many rods did you find? And we're like, oh, like 15. She's like, okay, well, you should uh, send those down the rabbit hole or some cryptic message like that. And so... Again, in this room, the lights were out, the third room that we were trying to get into. And I see like a little hand on the so ground. So you literally just in a dark room, man? No, we weren't. No, we weren't in a dark room, but the room we were trying to get into, because there were three rooms total. So we had opened the door to the third room, but there was still a gate that oh. was blocking it. So we had to figure out how to open the gate to get into that third room. Then we could turn the light on. So we were oh. in the second room that was lit. But the third room was dark. Gotcha. So anyway, she said, we got to send these rods down the rabbit hole. We're looking around, trying to figure out. I'm like, I see a hand on the floor and it's a chain to it. I was like, maybe we got to roll these under the gate and hit that hand and it's going <laughs> to loosen. So we sitting here chucking these little wooden rods underneath the uh, underneath the gate. And I'm throwing a couple through trying to hit the thing. And the lady came back on a couple <laughs> minutes later. She's like, okay. She's like, what'd you guys decide to do with those rods? And we was like, oh, we uh, we, we rolled them through under the gate. gate. We were throwing them. <laughs> she was like, no, that's not what you. Were that's terrible. <laughs> you can't so lose the pieces that, that you need. <laughs> shout out to that lady because she gave us every chance to make it, but just didn't happen. But it was she, fun. She stopped and went to the bathroom and came back like, what in the world are these people doing? <laughs> <laughs> So my wife, I said, look, I bet this lady is back there laughing at the top of her lungs at us. Like, I know she died, but uh, but it was a good time. Last thing I did, which I, I won't go into deep, but shout out to my family. Uh, they decided to throw a little family gathering on Sunday. So I went over to my aunt's house. Uh, Pops was there. Siblings were there. Aunts and uncles were there. Uh, and so just got to kick it with the family. On sun on Sunday, so shout out to them and uh, shout out to my wife for making all of my birthday dreams come true. Oh, yeah, that's always a good time, man. That's what that's what life is about: love, laughter, and family. That's, so, what about you? How was your week in blackness? My week was uneventful. I know I probably say that as much as Paul said trash, but uh, <laughs> that's that's my word for trash. I uh, was chilling this week. Uh, of course, I was going to say happy birthday to everybody. So happy birthday to you. And then uh, my sister's birthday was yesterday. Uh, yeah. And then I found out something super interesting, which the odds of you coming across this in life is probably pretty, pretty small. So my uh, so Minister Russell, who you are, who, you know, he has uh, two foster kids, brother and sister. Uh, so shout out to Marcus, his birthday yesterday, his sister's birthday, January 2nd, same birthdays as me and my sister. Oh, 
So two siblings, same birthdays that know each other. Nice. That don't that don't happen, man. It is an oddity. You need yeah, to play yeah. the lottery or something. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but I was I was pretty uh pretty uh, excited when I when I when he told me that was his birthday. I'm like, what's the odds that your sister and and you and me and my sister got the same birthday? But uh yeah, shout out to them. Happy birthday. Um I did not put up a Christmas tree, but I noticed that the neighbors across the street did. That Christmas tree was already up ish. It was up Dang. on uh Friday when I got home. Mm. Lit up. Mm. Ready to go. And I'm like, dang, like, what's today's date? It's like, it's like the eighth of November. Like, y'all, y'all got this mug up early. So maybe they just out here, like, you know what? Forget this Thanksgiving stuff. We just gonna put up this tree. And it's kind of, you know, Christmas just lasts another month. So shout out to them. I don't know if you're down with that, but I'm not down with that. Um, Christmas can't be too long. Although the record for having my Christmas tree up still. <laughs> into June, <laughs> made it into June one time. I took my mom into taking it down because I was like, "Hey, we kind of like it. It kind of makes it pretend like life is good. You know, life wasn't all that great at that time, but Christmas was always a fun time." So we was like, "No, no, let's just leave it up as long as we can." Made it to June, <laughs> which was dope. People was like, "Why do y'all still have a Christmas tree?" <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to moms for letting us do that, or just being too lazy to take it down herself. Yeah, <laughs> Other than that, I did have one complaint Uh-oh. or one request. You know how we doing these Senate hearings for like uh, we wasting time on uh, uh, Zuckerberg. We having these other people come in. Why is Zuckerberg always at a Senate hearing? The real people, the real culprits we should have at these Senate hearings are the the uh, CEOs of these drive throughs at these fast food places, man. And we have a, I want a Senate hearing. I want Ronald McDonald there. I want Wendy there. I want the Burger King there. Uh uh Chick-fil-A, you're exempt because y'all are great all the time. I want the Popeyes people there. Popeye, the black lady from the Popeyes commercial. I need you there. And I want them to be asked questions by Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Kamala. So that we can just get this out in the open and say, what is the problem? Why can't you get Americans their food in a timely manner? (laughs) Don't you think that would be a better use of our Senate's time instead of wasting our time talking to Mark Zuckerberg? No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. Imagine if all drive-thrus were as nice as Chick-fil-A. It would change the world. We wouldn't even be angry. Trump wouldn't be in office. So many things would happen. (laughs) Black people wouldn't get shot no more. You know, you never know. But uh, yeah, man, because I, I, I told you uh, that I went to Popeye's on Saturday, right? right so right. end up going to Popeye's not just to get the chicken. It wasn't like that. We was going to the barbershop, me and Trent, but my barber wasn't there. So I'm like, okay, let's go check out this furniture store. I've been looking for a couch for the man cave anyway. Checked out a couple and I was like, eh, I ain't really feeling these either. Um, but want to check the discount stores before you go spend a bunch of money at the other stores. Dang. And so uh, swung back around. And I passed Popeye's twice. And the first time I looked over there and I was like, dang, it's only like three cars in the, in the uh, line. It's like, maybe we'll go by there when I come back out if it ain't no line. So I drove by there again. Like, dang, it still ain't nobody over here. Let me swing on by. So he went, got in the line, text my wife. I'm like, hey, you want a chicken sandwich from Popeye's? I'm in the line. Like, well, this might happen. <laughs> dang. 
I'm expecting that when I get up to the window that they're going to be like, oh, we're sold out. But no, they they, they actually had chicken sandwiches. I'm like, look at Popeye's. Get up to the window. Uh, you know, the girl, she scared me because she was a, a little little petite uh, uh, young girl. And she's like, uh, yeah, your order was uh, <laughs> uh, four spicy chicken sandwiches with uh, and a family fries. That what you had? And I was like, dang, like your voice is so deep. And, uh, you know, when, when I rolled up the window, like, Trenton started giggling. <laughs> like, is that a girl? Like, yes, I believe so. And it was a legit girl, not just making it up. Um, but, yeah, um, her voice was very deep. She scared me. But <laughs> she finally gave me my food. We sat there for a little bit. You know, you got, it takes a while. Fine. There's, there's still a lot of people going inside. That's why the line was so short. But he got handed my food, looked in the bag, and I'm just like, I thought about him like, hey, do y'all have mayonnaise packets? No, didn't have mayonnaise packets. Notice the trend in the fast food business. Nobody has mayonnaise packets. Why they keep lying to us? Why they keep lying? Rallies always say, don't have no mayonnaise packets. Jack in the Box be saying, don't have none. And now y'all got a chicken sandwich that has mayonnaise on it, but you ain't got no mayonnaise packets? Hey, a lot of people don't, especially a lot of black folks don't fool with the mayonnaise. So really? Black people? They're just going to put it on there or... You got to use a hot sauce. Get you say what? Was you using a hot sauce? What? Man, I, I I personally mayonnaise. eat mayonnaise, but I know a lot of people, a lot of black folks that don't rock with the mayo, man. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Get down with no the mayonnaise. I'm gonna have to ask around. Yeah, yeah. that might have to be a, a show topic next week. Heck well, yeah! Fact, y'all could answer this week. Let us know. Do you eat mayonnaise? For our black right. and brown listeners, do you rock right. with the right. mayonnaise? Hit us up via social media again. At Black Delegates underscore between Black and Delegates, or email us at the Black Delegates Pod at gmail.com. Quick yeah, little plug man. there. Yeah, I know mayonnaise is white, but let's not be racist. Like, we can <laughs> eat mayonnaise. It's very tasty. It's, it's complimentary to most sandwiches. Uh, it's got a smooth taste, tangy. Check it out. But uh, they had no mayonnaise. So I was like, fine. You know, I'm used to it. I just asked because I knew she was going to say no, but I had to ask just in case. So. We leave. I go right over to the quick trip. Cat corner to there. I stop. Trenton's like, oh, daddy, I'm hungry. I haven't ate since breakfast. Can I please get my food now? I'm like, fine, dude. Here. So I hand him the bag. I get back in the car, and he's eating. And I'm like, yo, why you got orange sauce on yours? You got a spicy sandwich? Ain't it burning your mouth? <laughs> he's like, yeah, it is kind of spicy. And I'm like, it's a spicy one. That's not for you. So I had to swap that out. And then every, every time I swapped, it was a spicy one. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, how many is in here? It was only three in there, not four. Mm. One of them was supposed to not be spicy. So I had to go back over there. And the whole time while I'm driving, I'm like, where's my receipt? She didn't give me one. Ugh. I'm like, dang. Popeyes, I should have known better. <laughs> <And> I was thinking. <laughs> Drive over there. I get out, go in. Because I got to get Trenton out the car. We got to go across the, the road. People is trying to you know, now forming a line, so it's starting to get a little ignorant in the parking lot. Just like you see me walking right now, why are you pulling up and uh, standing right in front of me and my son when we try to walk across? <laughs> Just let me through; it's cool. You're going bumper to bumper, leaving one inch, like I'm gonna jump in front of you <laughs> and just stand in the line. So we go in there, everybody in the line. I'm just like, I'm not standing in this line. It's like I'm just walking up to the camera. Right. So I just leaned over and I was like, uh, "Excuse me, um, yeah," I, and she's like. Uh, something wrong, sir? And I was like, yeah, I'm missing 
one of my meals that was supposed to be in this bag. And then she's like, oh, um, she's like, do you have a receipt? Let me guess. No. And I was like, <laughs> I swear no. And she looked at the girl in the drive-thru and she was like, mm. She was like, you really got to start giving these people their receipts. Everybody coming back with their order wrong and you ain't giving no receipts. And she was just like, he ain't asked for no receipt. (laughs) And she was like, he ain't got to ask for a receipt. You give him a receipt, he bought something. It's not a condiment. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Although I think, uh, real talk, uh, some places are starting to do that now. Like I know. Yeah. Use like Starbucks or coffee spots or whatever. Like they won't give you a receipt unless you ask for one, or they'll well, ask you. Give it unless you know, you do you want a receipt? Okay, but I've had them places, ask. Well, I want one, and I, a lot of times say no. Yeah, but, they're uh, trying to save that that paper money. Yeah, yeah. So um, they were cool about it. The you know the one lady was just like sorry about that. Which which one did you have? And I was like, just a regular one. She handed me the sandwich and the fries. We burnt out. So it was cool. You know, waste of, of five minutes, but it is what it is. It was Popeye's. If you thought you was going to get out of there unscathed, you were wrong. But um, that that is always one of the, like, little stressful moments that you got. Like, once you realize that they gave you your order wrong, especially if they didn't give you a receipt or if something was missing, even if they gave you your receipt, but if they missing like a sandwich or something, I'm always like, okay, I hope these prove. people don't be ignorant. Like I'm about to steal two white castles. Or <laughs> I'm about to steal a chicken sandwich. Like, and so that moment of going in, just wondering how is this person going to deal with me? And again, it probably is because customer service sucks at a lot of places. If people just dealt with you decently, then you wouldn't worry about that. But a lot of places you never know. Are you dealing with somebody who's, you know, been working a long shift, they tired, they don't want to be there no way, or are you dealing with somebody that is a professional? So right, right. I feel yep. you on that. So, whichever one of these presidential candidates, if you want my vote, you need to say right now that you will uh, immediately <laughs> start Senate hearings for these fast food restaurants, get them all on a panel and just start questioning them the same way you did Mark Zuckerberg so we can get to the bottom of this problem. It's a crisis. And we need to look at it that way. It's a crisis. You know what I think the bigger fast food crisis is, is when people ask you whether you want medium or large and the default on the meal is small. When they try to play you like, oh, medium (laughs) or large, like those are your only two options. So that's what really annoys me. That's that's my biggest annoyance about fast food is when they try to pull over like that. So. Whenever they do that, I always make sure I say small. And if they actually ask, if they say, you know, do you want that smaller? You know, would you like to upgrade to medium or large? Then sometimes I'll upgrade just because of the fact that they said it the right way. <laughs> but if okay. you try to play me, matter of fact, next time I'm just pull off. If they like medium or large and I know it's small, I'm out of there. I'm like, nothing. Never mind. You're trying to get over. I'm going home. Yeah, yeah, man. It's rough out here in these fast food streets. I know <laughs> Avery got a lecture today because I had to get her out of school uh, or daycare early because they was closing because of the weather. And I was just like, why these people can't never get this right? Why, why you ain't got no mayonnaise packets <laughs> at McDonald's? Like, she, she wanted a Happy Meal and I hadn't ate lunch yet. So I'm like, all right, I got to get something. And ain't had no mayonnaise packets, man. Get, get this stuff together. You had to buy your own. I don't want to come home, have to get a butter knife, <laughs> open my own mayo, slide it on her. It ain't even the same mayo. Now you're going to have to buy your own mayonnaise packages. Just keep them just in the whip. <laughs>
that's trash. You can only do that in the wintertime, too. <laughs> you can get, a, get by on the, in the wintertime. I just, I just hoard them in my glove compartment, but you can't do that in the summer. All right. All right. Let's, let's, uh, let me pull back from my rant. Sorry, y'all. But hey, speaking of sandwiches. Yeah, speaking of sandwiches, eating a sandwich while black. Ishmael, this story here, <laughs> I got a chance to check it out, man. But if you could uh, let the listeners know uh, what had gone on with this and what happened, um, it'd be appreciated. Yeah, yeah. So this is a story. I actually think I came across this uh, earlier today. This is, I believe, in San Francisco. They got the Barch train. Yep, San Francisco. So what happened is there was a uh, a black man, and this was initially caught on Twitter, which is what kind of led to the story. It was a black man who's standing on the Bart train, which is basically their you know, subway slash light rail system, whatever you want to call it there. And, uh, you know, the guy has a sandwich, and a police officer is standing in front of the man, and he's holding his bag. He has like a backpack. And so the police officer has one part of the backpack. The man has the other side of the backpack in his hand. And then the man is eating a sandwich with his other hand. <laughs> and so uh, somebody's filming this interaction. And the man, the black man, this is a black man. He's like, man, let my bag go. Like, like, what are you doing? Let my bag go. Um, you know, and the, and the cop is like, no, like, let, no, I'm not letting you go. He's like, you know, you you broke the law. You're eating a sandwich. You broke right. the law, so you know that you, you need to stop resisting, or you're going to jail. <laughs> and the dude's like, "What are you talking about? I'm eating a sandwich. I eat a sandwich every day. Um, you know why? Why are you harassing me?" And the guy's like, "No, it's illegal. It's illegal to to eat sandwiches on the Bart. And you know if you don't stop resisting." You're going to jail. And the dude's like, Yo, I'm not on the Dude bark. said it. And the crazy part, this dude said it with a straight face. Like, he oh, was yeah. serious. He was serious about this policing. Like, he, yeah. he was finna uh, call in uh, SVU, Law and Order, to come in. Ice-T was coming. They was going <laughs> to uh, do some some swabs. They was about to swab his mouth. They was about to interrogate him and all kind of stuff, man. Over a sandwich, bro. And, the, and, and that's the what crazy... dude kept saying. Over a sandwich. Yeah, the crazy thing is, is that, and check the show notes. We will have a link to the story also to the uh videos that are there but the crazy thing is the officer was initially called to the train station because there was a drunk woman there was a woman who was drunk who was just acting a fool and i think it was a caucasian woman but he was called for this drunk woman he said he did not find this drunk woman but while he was there looking for her he saw this black man eating a sandwich and decided, you know what, uh, you need to either throw this sandwich away or you're going to go to jail. <laughs> and so the people were even at because they said there is a restaurant or there's a convenience store or some type of food store at the actual BART station. Like they sell food right. downstairs. In After the you station. get past the checkpoint. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. What did you think about this story? Man, this story, of course, was ridiculous. Like all, all uh, a lot of these stories that we talk about on this podcast, unfortunately, I don't understand why. Uh, out of all things that you could do, and I know, uh, shout out to the brother for clutching his bag. <laughs> first of all, he was like forty years old; he shouldn't have had a bag like that. 
So, but you know, yeah. But if you look at it, it had like ducks on it or something. Like, <laughs> you're too old to have that, man. Get you a Swag satchel. Back, man. Get you Swag a satchel. Back. Get you something. At least something fake, maybe. But uh, yeah, I, I felt like he had like a uh uh like a you know a few ounces up in the bag, so he couldn't let it go. <laughs> he just like no matter what, I can't wow. let the bag go. It's racist. So, yeah, it's racist. But that dude, he looked like he smoked weed, and you know it. So just, yeah. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Yeah, this dude, I was like, he can't let the bag go now. He in. So what is but he gonna do? Is he gonna try is to probably snatch legal it? there, right? He in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So if he had weed, he's yeah, allowed to have weed. Yeah, maybe but that ain't it. He was clutching it hard. Like you could just let the bag go then. <laughs> yeah, he want his rights to be violated, man. Yeah, yeah, I understand. But I'm not gonna get shot over it either by Deputy Do Right. <laughs> Steve yeah. Foster is his name. That's a black man's name, Steve Foster. He had to he had to fight, man, and he did what he had to do. Luckily he had a white woman with him. It sounded like a white woman. I don't know if she actually was, but that probably saved him. Yeah, that saved him because there was a white woman recording. But I think he actually got arrested. Like they handcuffed him. They took him back. They took him over. They may maybe they took the handcuffs off, but they handcuffed him. They took him, you know, down to wherever into the BART station or whatever. (laughs) So interrogation room. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And it's just like, again, they said, you know, people eat on that platform all the time. And I don't know exactly what the law is, whether it is uh, you can't eat on the train. That would be what I imagine. Uh, But, yeah, this this guy was minding his own business, eating a sandwich. And uh, this white officer just accosted him, you know, told him he was going to jail, handcuffed him, like all of that. And so I'm glad to see. Do you think? Do you think the cop took his uh, latex gloves, grabbed the piece of sandwich, and dropped it into a baggie, <laughs> and sealed it, <laughs> put it back in the evidence room, <laughs> like one of the brown boxes? <laughs> Probably did. Like how committed Probably was he did. to this yeah, arrest? He definitely was taking his job <laughs> way too seriously. And uh, but what was good, you know. California, San Francisco, especially one of the more progressive areas. So I like the way the city kind of came out. I think it was today as we recorded on Monday where the city like came out and everybody just went to the BART stations and was just eating food all on the platforms to protest him getting arrested. Uh, That's funny. So because that's ridiculous. So, again, you know, talk about all the things that black people can't do. Eating a sandwich on the train platform. You get locked up, so be safe out there, black folks. I'm, I'm, I'm glad he wasn't eating the Popeye's chicken sandwich because then it really, he really would have went to jail. He got the electric chair. If he had had the Popeye's sandwich, somebody would have shipped him. <laughs> so, <laughs> been chaos. He was better off. Yeah, he was better off than what he had. <laughs> yeah, shout out to that dude, man. But uh, yeah, sh- shout out to California. They out here acting like China. Uh, and speaking of China, so if you want your rights taken away, you can go down to the BART station. They will take your rights away. And good old Mother China, I saw in the news this week, um, they have a gaming curfew for minors. A gaming curfew for minors. So, Ishmael, what they did was they were saying that basically in China there's a big problem with children playing games and playing games too much and that's their entire life as we have over here same issue i know psychologists have come out and said like this is starting to be a literal diagnosis as far as uh what teens are putting themselves through not sleeping not eating and things like that but they have changed the rules where 
if you are under the age of 18, you could only spend a certain amount of hours during the week and a certain amount of hours on the weekends or holidays playing video games. How do they do this, you wonder? They make them sign in using their real names and, I guess, their equivalent to a social security number. You have to log in that way. That's the only way to get onto the Internet. And then you have three hours for an entire week. Then on the weekend, <laughs> on the weekend, I think, I think uh, what did they say? Uh, like four or five hours, something like that. Five hours. I have to look back through here again. But yeah, and then they cap you, of course, with any three kind of hours on weekends and holidays. And wow, three minutes. on the weekend. Yeah, 90 okay. minutes on weekdays, three hours on weekends and holidays. Oh, dang. Yeah, yeah. So it's worse than I even remembered. So, uh, yeah, that's how they're doing over there in China. Uh, China ain't letting you do nothing. Uh, Ishmael, is that one of the countries you're going to if Trump is reelected? <laughs> hey, I might have to. I might uh, be a little safe over there than <laughs> I am over here if this fool get reelected. But, uh, no, man, I mean, you know, we've talked about China before and how their government is definitely different. I think Trump wants it, the U.S. to be like China, where he has all this power. But their uh, president, President uh, Xi, or Yi, President Yi, is, uh, you know, he don't play. And so he sees this as something that is harmful to the kids. And so he's going to do whatever he needs to do to stop that, uh, regardless of any type of rights or anything like that. But what I would do if I was in this situation, or if I did go over there right now and as a... Uh, person who is a little bit above 18 years old what i will be doing is slanging my minutes <laughs> log in is me little kids you know how uh some people when they're growing up if they're in high school or if they're in college and you stand outside the gas station and you wait to find, try to find a cool adult and say hey hey, hey, hey man, you know, yeah, can, yeah. can you give me a 40 can you some go give me some, some of that e and j you know that would be I would just be going by little kids like, hey, yo, you want an extra hour on some that Pokemon video game? Minutes. Need some Pokemon you know, minutes? Look like you playing, right? <laughs> Throw me an extra ten yen. Throw me an extra ten bucks. I got you. I guarantee, if you did that in China, you would go to jail for ten to fifteen <laughs> years just for slinging some minutes. It's not even <laughs> worth it after they stone you or beat your feet with a cane. It's rough over there, man. I just I just can't imagine it's that's and that's not even a a feasible amount of time to allow somebody to play the game. But I hear is is pretty bad in uh uh like in China and Japan anyway, where they're saying that women are not finding suitable partners because the men are all playing video games or and stuff like that. So it's it's pretty bad. They have a, a social issue, but that's because you can't go outside and do nothing without being arrested. I mean, if you could go outside, then then maybe they wouldn't play the games. But that's the only safe thing you could do in China. Yeah, I mean, just when whenever you have those really heavy-handed authoritarian governments, uh, it, it's just interesting because it's like you don't trust the parents. Because in America, and some people may applaud this and be like, "Yeah, you need to get them kids out the video games, you know, whatever." But like that's that's a family issue, and maybe. As the government, you need to provide resources for families where if uh, a family doesn't know how to deal with this, let me provide some type of resource that you can access. But to make it heavy handed like that, like that's just that's just crazy. I mean, there's people who are here like there's some kid 
right now that's playing video games way too much with their parents like this is ridiculous why are you playing some video game but that right. person's gonna invent you know whatever the next game and console and be a billionaire or that person is going to use those video game skills to become a nasa employee and build the next spaceship to mars or whatever like that i was oh, watching no. this show on netflix uh fastest fastest car i think or yeah uh, yeah and there was one guy on there who his father like always discouraged him from racing and you know just Met, like he basically had to sneak and hide because his father was basically like, look, you're going to have to get out of my house if you don't quit working on that car or working on those cars and this and that. And now that's what that dude does for his livelihood. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you can't just just shut it down like that, even though I feel like they have good intentions. Anytime you make a heavy handed decision like that, it's going to end up backfiring. Right. And as a parent, I totally get parents who just let their kids play video games because sometimes you just want the mugs out your face. <laughs> like, I get tired of, man, I'm not going to play with you, dog. Like, it's 2019. I don't remember my parents ever playing a game with me. Not once. I've already played games with you for many a times. We have already quadrupled the amount of time that my father even spent with me. Period. And here you are talking about, oh, I can't play a game by myself. Get out of here with that. <laughs> so if, if I can get him, I finally got him to play a game by himself, and it was the most glorious two hours we've had <laughs> since he's been alive. And I would like that to continue as much as possible. So I'm trying to get him into video games. I'm the opposite of China. Like, please play these video games. <laughs> I might pay you to play these video games. <laughs> funny. I doubt it, it, it uh, makes anything of him. I try to get him to play some like puzzle games and things like that that actually work his mind. And not just him uh, wasting time. So that's the main thing. Because, uh, you know, the tablets is the problem. But I try to keep them off their tablets. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny to see how when we were growing up. And I know I'm sounding like an old head. But I am. So I'm fine with it. But when we were growing up, you know, our parents were worried about, oh, hope my kid's not out there on the corner trying to sell crap. Right. You know, I hope my kid not out there shooting up people in the, the 90s gang violence. And now the parents are like, oh, I hope my kid isn't at home playing video games. All day. <laughs> That's the safest thing your kid can do. Right. Exactly. That's the only place I know I ain't got to worry about my kid killing himself or anybody else. Right. For that matter. Please play the game. Right. Yep, so I just want to throw that out there, man. I thought that was an interesting story. I haven't heard uh, too many uh, uh, black outlets talking about it. So uh, check in on your kids, even when they're playing games. See what kind of games they're playing. That's cool. Uh, you know, every once in a while, maybe play the game with them so you understand what it is that they enjoy about those games. It's a it's a good uh, uh, team builder and a good good time to uh, bond with your children. Yep. yep. And if we weren't banned in China after our last time we talked about them, I'm sure we are now. Yeah. Yep. It's a, that might be our new tagline, like black delegates banned in China. Banned in China. So uh, let's see. <laughs> Another. Oh, here we go. So this is one thing that I hate was when you find a story and it's on the New York Times or the Washington Times or not Washington Times, uh, Washington Post. Oh, yeah, yeah. Be like the greatest story, and it's written so well, and you're like, mm, I'm going to use this version. But then you can't actually see it. <laughs> the next time you come back to you look at it. your limit. Right. 
So uh, this is a story that I saw on the New York Times. It keeps being covered up, but it's enough for me to just read the headline. It says, a prisoner briefly died and argued that he, in, uh, in that case, served his life sentence. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm here for this story. I'm all about anybody cheating uh, uh, the law, if at all possible. <laughs> Within the law, of course. If you can, if you can get your way... Yeah, yeah. If you can, if you can wiggle your way out of something through some kind of legal tactics, I'm all for it because they need to plug themselves. Yeah, yeah. Get that loophole. So this brother was uh, sentenced, of course, for a violent crime. Sentenced to brother because he is not brother. He is other. He is of the Caucasian persuasion. I didn't mean mean brother by white. I just mean brother as a person. Right. Because people are going to take it that way. Okay. I'm brothers with all races. Thank you very much. Even (laughs) police. Watch me clean up that last story. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he said because he died in a um, surgery, he was having surgery. He died on the table maybe three or four times. Like it was a lot. And he had three life sentences. He said because he died three times, he served his three life sentences. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is genius. <laughs> And I got his point. And I, at that moment, I copied and pasted this link ish because I wanted you to hear it. What do you think about this man? Should he be uh, given set free from his crimes because he died three times? I'm on the fence with this one. And the reason I'm on the fence is because when I was growing up as a young kid, and uh, I don't mean to sound morbid, but as a young black kid, I always seen a lot of people. They either went to jail or they got shot. And so I was like, well, maybe I'm going to either go to jail or get shot. I didn't think I was going to go to jail. I wasn't doing nothing to get shot. But I thought one of those ways would be my demise. And so I always thought about this thing where if I go to jail and I get life sentence, I'm going to try to figure out how to die and be resuscitated so I could use this exact excuse. Are you serious? <laughs> <So> <laughs> the fact that like 14 year old me had uh, this idea in my head where if I ever get life in prison, <laughs> I'd find out how to die, but not really die so I could get out. So I'm rooting for him in that sense. Right. But the reality is no, uh, yeah, you you gonna stay in jail. Yeah, you, you didn't die fully, but um, but yeah, it, it's a it's a interesting story. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't want this dude getting out because it says <laughs> he was he was a uh, life without parole after being convicted of murder for killing a man with a handle of an axe in 1996. So he, dude, you just killed somebody. Oh no, you got to serve a little bit longer than this. But uh, yeah, man, <laughs> I applaud his efforts. And if they if they would let one person off for doing that and then, you know, close up that loophole, I'm fine with it. Uh, But somebody deserves to win. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, yeah, if you legitimately die, then, hey, and that's why, you know, a lot of times they do. It's crazy because they do give people, you know, life plus 40 years or like you said three consecutive life sentences or whatever like that so i think if somebody did get off then they would just change how they sentence people you know to make it life plus 50 years so even if you die and come back you still got to do another 50 years or something like that um (laughs) but this guy benjamin schreiber i wonder if he's uh related to john schreiber that we went to school with 
I hope not. No, John was a nice, a nice fellow. This <laughs> so no. be John's uncle or something like that. So, John, if you listen to the podcast, like let us know if this your people. If so, we might want to get them on the podcast. <laughs> Have them uh, <laughs> call in, collect next episode. Right. We'll get inside of the right. story. All right, that's it on that one. So this next one is yours, though. So I'll, I'll let you intro that one. Many faces. Yeah, many faces. So this. Did you get the many faces? Is this a is this a He Man reference? What you know about many faces? This is a He Man reference. Oh wow! Okay, got a little nerd in you after all. Oh man, you know I used to rock with He Man, Kessler, Grace, Grace Gold, Dicky Man. So, uh, so yeah, so this story is about, let me see, uh, Darnell Scott or Dontrell Scott. Uh, and this guy is a bank robber. This is in Columbus, Ohio. And he robbed, <laughs> he robbed a bank and he had on a chili shirt. Like Why does he walk out like that? Shirt. Why he walk out like he was twirling under? <laughs> 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 I got away, coppers. <laughs> But the funny thing is, when I first saw this story, uh, I think last week, this guy, you see this black dude in this chili shirt, and uh, police had posted the picture, and they are like, hey, you know, does anybody know this man? He just robbed SunTrust Bank. We're looking for any clues. And, of course, on Twitter, everybody's like, uh, you might want to try chilies. Like, this dude <laughs> clearly <laughs> was on his lunch break and decided, you know what? Let me go rob a bank. I need to go get me some Popeye's chicken sandwiches. My check was a little short. I'm going to go rob a bank. Right, right. And and the funny thing is it's like the picture that they got, like the way he looks, It, it a lot of people thought it was Photoshop because he's like right in the forefront of the picture. It's almost, it's blurry, but it's still clear. It's like hella clear and hella blurry at the same time. Right. <laughs> so, I did it. And, and the dude just looks interesting. So uh, the police posted this. They found out, you know, who it was. This guy, Dontrell Scott. They arrested him. But then, Ryan, I wanted to know if you saw all of the different mug shots that yes. this dude has. Yes, I did. This dude, he definitely has many faces. <laughs> A many face God. This right. dude. He, how many was on there, man? It looked like, like uh, from what I remember, it was about, what, 12 or 16? Something 16. like that. Yeah, 16. 16. 16 different looks from male to female. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for his nose, the nose gave him away in every picture. But some of them, if you were just, just looking, you just ran across, you wouldn't think nothing about it. Just be like, oh, this is a different dude. So, <laughs> I think he, he did all right, man. But the fact that is that you got caught 16 times. That's the, that's the bad part about it. Right. Yeah, so def- yeah, definitely check out the show notes to see all these different mugshots. Like Ryan said, some he got an afro, some he got a he got a blonde wig and some uh, pink lipstick. He's got a uh, long black ratty looking wig. He got a brunette wig. He got a a little box with a step on the side and a goatee. I mean, this right. dude is the greatest slash worst. <laughs> <laughs> um, identity guy in the world like he got so many identities so his dude ones and now i'm talking about the dude ones i ain't talking about the ones where he's looking like a, trying to be a female because he clearly you look like a dude wearing a wig but the other ones like all the dude pictures they don't necessarily look like the same dude right like the the third one the fourth one the, the second one they don't look alike any of them 
I was just like, dang, like that could be a different person. And you had no idea. He looks younger in some pictures. I mean, he could have been. But yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah, this dude definitely he he likes his looks. He likes to switch up the look. Yeah, like, you know me back in the day when when I had her, I often <laughs> would change my hairstyles. You know, I have my little uh, my little curl action going on. I have my box. I have my locks. I have my braids. You know, but this, this, this dude, dude has had this dude has had every hairstyle that black people have ever had. <laughs> right. I've never met such a person, <laughs> man, woman, or child. Like he got this all of them. All. And got arrested with all of them. Yeah, that's the bad part. This dude's so. trash. Trash at committing crimes. <laughs> it's terrible, right? Pretty good <laughs> at makeup and style. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. He needs to just be a cosmetologist. He needs to right. do people makeup, do people hair, leave that life of crime alone. Or if you're going to be a criminal, put as much effort into being a criminal as you do into your hairstyles. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, check it out. Just thought it was a funny story. First, that main picture, and then seeing all the mugshots after he did get arrested. Uh, it's just a little, little nuts. <laughs> yeah, that that's gonna be on the uh, the title page or whatever the the screen of the podcast. <laughs> so y'all definitely gonna see that. I'm gonna be this dude for Halloween next year. <laughs> <laughs> but which one? <laughs> be all of them. I don't know. Any faces, the new many faces. All right, all right. So let's see what we got. We still got some more. Oh, this this next one is yours too, man. I, I don't even know what to say about this story. So this story, make bars great again. <laughs> I need to play this. I do need to play this. Let's go. Let's play it. Hold on. Let me start over. Hit the pause. So a little bit of editing magic. Okay, here we go. Rapping I've ever heard in my entire Mega life. Bars, man. What she literally about? was on beat one time. She did one bar that sounded like it rhymed and was on beat. The rest of them all trash. And that was like <laughs> the last bar. And she was excited at the end. She even struck a pose. <laughs> right, right. This girl. I don't I don't know who's allowed what MAGA person is allowing their kids to get out in these streets doing this, but they need to stop it. Her her picture will also be on the <laughs> on the on the, uh, the screenshot. Well, well, this is the deal. So there's this uh, a song by a guy B Serious or B Serious, uh, Bryson Grizz, his real name, and he got a song called Black Not Democrat, where he's mm-hmm. rapping about being MAGA and how he loves Trump and all of that. Mm-hmm. Well. After his song kind of started to go popular on the conservative communities, then people 
decided, you know what? Let's make the MAGA challenge. So this MAGA challenge is a real thing. Wow. This young lady is the worst of the bunch. The worst, is she? Okay. You got the conservative folks coming out. They're trying to give out these MAGA bars. Donald Trump actually retweeted some of them, so he's promoting this Mm. MAGA challenge. I read somewhere, I don't know if it's true, I read somewhere that he told he said he was gonna make the take the best one out to dinner. I don't know if that's true. Even if it was true, even if he said that, it ain't gonna yeah, happen. Let's, let's check out some of these MAGA bars by black people. Let me find somebody. Uh it's a there's some black people right here. I just want to admit that black people are doing everything. Up your connection, fam. That's a real song. Right there. Oh, is no, oh, it? Is. is this the original song? Yeah, that's a real song. It's my kind of dope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I don't know what he we done lost Ryan. That wasn't bad. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's a legit song. Um, but and that's where they got it from. But you see all these people, and you you play some of the black folks. Actually, I just posted a link on the keep. It's like the holy grail of the MAGA challenge songs. But you got a lot of white folks. They got their MAGA hats. They got their Trump hats. They got some got flags in the background, and uh, you could tell some people are doing it as a joke. Like some people are just rolling with it but a lot of these people are really conservatives they feel like kanye is a rapper that's supporting trump and they want to be the next rapper that support trump so they're putting out these trash mega bars and uh and, and it's just hilarious so of course check the show notes you can see i'm gonna post this holy grail where uh let me what's the guy's name eric toller so that's where i found it on twitter eric toller decided he was going to archive like all the best of the worst ones that he found. So he posted this Google Drive link that just has a bunch of cats rapping to this MAGA challenge. So Ryan, you said you kind of like the original song. Are you going to join the MAGA challenge? I hadn't thought about it, but I'm sure I won't. I'm not repping MAGA like that, but uh, I, I will respect your bars if you can spit <laughs> what you're saying. So uh, I just I just like how all the black people, even when we just straight up amateurs, we still can spit a little bit, and the white people are just completely trash. Usually, <laughs> it still amazes me. I, I think it's your turn, though. Is either you or Box One Poppy got to go? You know, I represented during the So Gone Challenge. I, I did that. Or is then? You know, I did the So Gone. Okay, you did the So Gone too. So mm-hmm. Box One Poppy, we're gonna yep. leave the MAGA challenge up to you. Uh, me and Ryan have both spit. 
we haven't heard you spit, and this really does seem more like uh, uh, alt-right poppies uh, type of, of bars to spit. So check out the Mega Challenge. It's hilariously horrible. I will be um, listening to all of these. I'm going through the playlist uh, <laughs> as soon as this podcast is over. Uh, I'm, I'm, just a, I'm just a fan. I'm a fan of rap. So I'm check them out. <laughs> I'll report back next week. Now, do you think that uh that this dude Bryson Gray or whatever serious? Do you think he is a legitimate Trump supporter, or do you think this is like a musical artist that's like, you know what? I'm trying to get on. I want to figure out like how I can get my name out there, and he figured this is an easy way to go about it. Heck no, he's not really MAGA. Everybody <laughs> knows, just like our president did, that if you do something Republican, they dumb enough to buy it and support it. That's what they do. So all he had to do, guess what? He's went platinum probably five times over just because. And uh, But to be honest, uh, that beat was kind of hard. So, <laughs> hey, he might be something to it. I might be adding on to his views and listens yeah. uh, here after the podcast when I check it out. But uh, yeah, that's what you do. You know who your audience is. If you can get the rich white audience, then you can make some money. Yeah, I'm going to call them phony. Not that black people can't be Republicans or that black people cannot um, have MAGA hats or support Trump or anything like that. Because we know those people do exist. But what I don't believe exists is a black Trump supporter who has the rhythm and the cadence to actually sound decent making a song. Forget the content, you could tell this dude could actually rap. And I right. don't think there are any real rappers, even Kanye West, who, uh, who have skills that are MAGA, MAGA folks. Uh, Kanye ain't serious either. Kanye is just, he just likes to be different. So that's why he's about that MAGA life. But yeah, nobody that supports MAGA has cadence. Yep, yep. All right, so before, uh, so we can hurry up and get this over with, so I can listen to some of these bars. <laughs> where can where can our uh, listeners uh, find us or support us or share our podcast with others? Yeah, if you want to share our podcast with the MAGA community, if you want to get us out there, uh, you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at Black Delegates. Again, there's an underscore between Black and Delegates. We also have a Facebook page. Just type in the Black Delegates podcast on Facebook; it'll pop right up. You want to follow the Black Ryan? He is on Twitter at the Black Ryan. You want to follow Boxwine Poppy, who's still out on paternity leave, but we still holding the spot for you. He is at Boxwine Poppy on Twitter. If you want to follow me, I am at Ish Creates. That's I S H Creates on Twitter and Instagram. Ryan, if people do want to help the show directly, they want to help other listeners find the show besides social media. What's the easiest step that they could do if they're listening to the podcast right now? What's the easy breezy step they can do to help us out? If you're listening right now, I would say the most important thing actually is to share the podcast, not even rating and review. We want the ratings and reviews because on Apple Podcasts, that's what gets you up the list and gets you seen. But ultimately, we can still grow if you share the podcast and other folks listening to it. Even ask people if you heard a, a good episode or something funny on the show. Ask your family, ask your friends. Hey, did you hear that part when uh, 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 the Black Ryan said this, or when Ghetto Phenom said this? Just, just get get the word out that way. Just That's spam, just spam your family, spam you your coworkers, that. spam yep. your church members. Just send yep. it to everybody on your list. 
and make sure you send send episode eighty four, not this episode. Send eighty four, uh, so Uh-oh. they can get the cussing in there too. <laughs> <laughs> you went you went dead for me for a minute, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let it let it ride. I'm sure it's fine. I'll go back and listen to it later. Yeah, yeah, we should be good. But any last parting words from the Black Ryan? Yes. I got a saying. I think I'm going to start doing these. I'm going to start doing sayings at the end of every podcast so that makes y'all listen to the very last second. A traditional way of learning is not always a forward way of thinking. Traditional way of learning is not always a forward way of thinking. We got to change, y'all. We got to do something different. What we've been doing ain't working. And if it ain't working, we should try something different. And it, it doesn't mean uh, uh, anything bad. It doesn't mean that we were uh, doing things the wrong way. It just means that we could do it better. So spread the word. Yeah, I agree with that. Folks get caught up on tradition, but tradition should only stay if it makes sense. Yep, yep. Try something new. I'm with it. All right, well. Uh, the one tradition you should keep, you should check back in with us next week. Same pod time, same pod channel. Until then, peace. Peace.